Everybody ready? Come on, let's go. Yo, what's up? Welcome to the Rick Thorne Show. On this episode, I got an old friend of mine we met years ago, back in the day. Uh, the legend himself, uh, Rampage, Quentin Jackson. What up, dude? What are you doing? What's up, man? What's up? I'm, I ain't doing much. I just left the gym to his home chili. You train every day, don't you? Pretty much, man. Pretty much. I try to take the weekends off. You have to, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, man. If I, man, if I don't, if I don't train, man. I blow up. I'd be like 300 pounds. I'm a big boy. Really? <laughs> yeah, probably. No, you wouldn't be 300 Dude, you're ripped. You wouldn't be 300 pounds. Get out of here. No, you, you, probably, yeah, you probably haven't seen me in a while. I'm not a big boy. Last time, I, last time we saw each other probably was at a Moose Mobile commercial, wasn't it? It was. And before that, it was years ago, dude. I mean, yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm a big boy, man. I moved up to heavyweight. I'm a big boy. You're a big boy, dude. I I, I I hear you, bro. I mean, is it hard to, like, when you're getting to, to fight, is it hard to keep your weight? Yeah, yeah, it was hard for me to stay at uh, 205. You know, I, I was at 205 for pretty much most of my career. Yeah, it, it gets, it, you know, it gets kind of hard, but, you know, it just it can take a lot of um, hard work and dedication. And, you know, when you've been doing it for a long time, you kind of, like, lose. You lose the, the, the dedication to, like, stay in shape sometimes, I feel like. That's my problem. Like, I wish I was like some other athletes, you know, that they, you know, they live, you know, they live, eat, sleep, everything, like, like, like for the sport. But, you know, I, I kind of, like, lost love for my sport for a while, but then I changed it back. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking my way back. Yeah, I mean, I could see it, though. I mean, I, I could understand. And it's good you're making your way back, dude. That's great. I mean... You know, I, I could see it being hard to keep your weight because, I mean, I'm not a fighter. and I'm always striving to keep my weight, like, at a level to where I could ride, you know. But I, we're not, we don't have to. Like, in your sport, you kind of have to make, you, you definitely have to make weight, right? Yeah, we got to make weight. We got to make weight. But now that I'm, I'm the heavyweight, as long as I'm under, under 265, then I'm good. Got it. So, so what if you go into a fight and you're overweight? They got to cancel the fight? No, no, what they do is they, I think they give your opponent like 20% of your purse. Wait, say that again? Something like that. I think they give like your opponent like 20% of your purse. Of your money? Like, like yeah. Yeah, 20%, but 20, 20% of your purse, you know, um, like, uh, your purse is, is kind of like, it's hard for me to explain to a lot of people. A lot of people look up and make fighters and they see what we make on the internet, but that's, that's just our purse. It's just the money that that, that you know so we get from the um commission athletic commission. Like a lot of other fighters get, you know, more money later, like in the mail or something like that that's, that that people don't know about. But your purse is your purse. Like some people can be like say for for let's say Conor McGregor one of the highest paid MMA fighters in, in history. His his purse could be like four million for, for a purse, but he can end up making like twenty million for the fight or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So his purse would be like four million. Oh, that's his guarantee, like basically. Yeah, this is a guarantee. Yeah, this is a guarantee. Yeah, that's guaranteed. Oh, so then if Even you're over. Guaranteed moment. Oh, okay. So then if you're overweight, they say, okay, you get a percentage of your guarantee, which is your purse. Yeah, yeah. They just take like 20%, something like that. 
Oh, I think it's only happened, it's only happened to me once. That was like when I was fighting the King of the Cage a long time ago, and I, and I only missed weight for about like a like a like a like a, a point two two pounds, point two or something like that. I missed weight, and then cause the guy the guy didn't want to fight himself in a way. So I just that's the only time I missed weight, but that wasn't like a, a huge show. They didn't take in in my purse. Yeah, but it was, it was that small of overweight, and it was a big deal, huh? Yeah, it's a big deal, man. You got to be on weight. Damn, and that that's that's got to be like every day, twenty four seven. You got to just watch what you eat and work out, right? Yeah, well, when, yeah, when you train, when you when you're in training camp, when you when you train for a fight, you know, when I was younger, I used to train eight weeks for a fight. That's all. That's all I needed to to get in shape. Then I was then I would cut then I would cut the rest of the weight. But now that I'm older, I I do like thirteen week camps, you know, and diet and stuff like that for thirteen weeks, and then. You know, then I cut, then I cut weight if I have to. But since I moved to heavyweight, I don't have to cut weight. I just have to diet for you know the whole time. I just diet, stay in shape for the whole camp. So, you know, that's what you do. Yeah. Do you find it uh, harder as you're getting older? The metabolism changes. I mean, I, I say that because like I'm going to be 50 this year, and I find it hard for me. I'm like, damn. Okay, I, if I got to eat a donut, if I want to, I got to eat it on Friday because Monday I'll have it burned off. <laughs> Bro, are you gonna? Bro, are, you gonna are, you, are you kidding me? You gonna be fifty this year, man? I am, dude. I'm gonna be fifty, bro. Man, I had no, I had no idea you you was forty nine. I had no idea, bro. And you still out there doing what you love, riding the bike, and bro, I see your Instagram, man. You be killing the field out there in those pools. Man, it's great, man. Oh, thanks, dude. Well, same to you. You don't age. You look the exact same way you did when I met you, bro. <laughs> Like you don't yeah, age, you, you don't yeah. age. You don't got the, you got we got the fountain of youth, dude. You know. <laughs> I don't, man. But probably, probably your eyes, my, my eyes. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, damn, I'm looking like my dad. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> it happens, dude. I, you know, it, it's life, dude. It just happens. But we we've had a good. We both had great careers, dude. And like, you know, as long you're you're still fighting, which is like gnarly to me, because it just seems like such a. a a pretty brutal sport on your body because because you know it's it's different than what we do riding you know your your objective isn't to get hurt your your objective is like I gotta knock this dude out to win you know um, how long yeah, it is. It how, is. how long do you think you have left I don't know man I got two more fights left on my contract I probably I probably like uh, I don't know I might uh, resign or resign I don't know I, it depends on how these two uh, these last two fights go. I really want to try boxing, just even just one match or something before I try. But you know, I, I don't know. I, since I've uh, been uh, taking CBD, man, like my body's been feeling a lot better. So uh, you know, let's, let's see, let's see the future holds. Yeah, you ride. Who do you ride for for CBD? Who endorses you? Uh, oh, I'm with CBD MD. Um, man, it's a great company, man. Uh, they 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 do everything right in my in my opinion, but. Like some of the CBD companies we have GHC in their stuff, and some of them must be tainted and stuff like that. People are always worried about this, especially when you're a pro athlete. But these guys, they they got it right. They they took care of everything, got it all natural and stuff like that. And and I I, I really see results. You know, not I you know you know I'm in a lot of pain when I be training and stuff every day. But you know the CBD, um, they help me CBD MD man. They did it right. Yeah, I noticed they are doing it right because they sponsor like a lot of top athletes and events and stuff and a lot of my friends like yourself and motocross and stuff. And, uh, 
Yeah, I know. I know that that market got real flooded, you know. But it seems like the the company that you're talking about, they're they're probably going to be around for a long time because they it does look like they're doing it right. I mean, you you obviously know I, I more. They, yeah, I think they'll be around for a long time. They uh, they're doing good. They got to the stock exchange and stuff like that. I believe in in the company so much. I bought stock, bro. And this this ain't something big because uh, it's people that really knows me and, and you know, like. I've always been afraid of, you know, the stock market and stuff. I always try to invest money in like other ways and stuff like that. And I never, I never, you know, been interested in the stock market. I just hear scared things about it. But I believe in this in this company, so I invested my own money uh, into this company. Oh, that's awesome! Good for you, dude. Yeah, you know what's funny is I don't take any pain medicine at all, at all, nothing. And like, wow. and so when I saw that you. You and, and some other homies, you know, were doing the CBD. I was like, man, I need to try it. And uh, I did try some, and it does. It, it's a, it's a, it's definitely uh, beneficial, dude, for athletes, man, or, or probably for anybody, yeah. for anybody, you know, that's going. Yeah, yeah whatever. for anybody. Yeah, for anybody that's on, like, pain medicine, because you can get addicted to pain medicine. You know, you don't get addicted to uh, CBD. I don't like taking um, pain pills and stuff. I'm not going to say the names, but, you know, there's been some famous pioneers to, to my sport in the name. Back in the day, before you know, saying UFC got so popular, these guys was fighting, and one of them he's real popular, and he got addicted to, to pain pills because he was in a lot of pain from you know all the fights and training and stuff like that. And so I was like, wow, I'm make sure I, I don't never miss no pain pills because and you get addicted to it like anything can happen to anybody. The doctor prescribes you some pain pills, and then you know you're addicted to it. And those doctors they they know they know their stuff addictive. They know they know they're doing a pharmaceutical. Companies they know what they're doing. They probably put uh, chemicals in there to to make you addicted to it. Yeah, I mean the pharmaceutical companies are the poison. It's pretty crazy to think that all along the pharmaceutical companies probably knew that all about like weed and and uh, even though CBD doesn't have you know doesn't get you high or whatever, but they I think they knew and they were like, nah, let's let's do this because anyone can grow weed. You know what I mean? We can't make any money right. off of people growing their own right. shit. You know. Yeah, I feel the same. I think you're exactly right because they were trying so hard to make keep weed legal, right? But alcohol is far worse for you than 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 weed. You know, so I'm not a I'm not a pipe smoker. You know, so I'm not a weed smoker. You know, I have growing up and everything. You know, here and there, I don't see anything wrong with uh, weed. To be honest, you know, one of the only drugs that I ever tried before in my life. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I'm not ashamed of that. I don't see nothing wrong with it. But I don't. But but you know, I don't think you know kids. Should be used. I don't think people under twenty one should be should be smoking weed. You know, I got a uh, I got two teenage boys that they you know so I'm saying how they would smoke weed. I'm you know kind of like disappointed in them, but you know what I'm saying. I, but you know I I tried it when I was you know growing up and stuff like that. So I can't be a hypocrite and everything. But I think that's why the pharmaceutical companies kind of wanted it to be illegal because they they knew that if a lot of people found out like all the healing. Uh, properties and stuff it, it has that um, you know they're going to lose a lot of money because uh, I, I heard even certain uh, or cannabis oils can cure cancer. Oh yeah, yeah, and 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 also too, just to comment on what you were saying, they also painted uh, they uh, also painted a picture of uh, you know if you do weed because I'm I'm the same as you, dude. I've never done drugs and. And I, I've smoked weed a couple times in my life. It's not my thing. Uh, I'm not into it. I don't really drink that much. I've never done any drugs. 
And but but growing up, I think the images and what they wanted to portray was is that you were a bad dude. Let's lock up all these people. And I trip out on like people that got busted for selling weed and now it's legal and they're still sitting in prison for doing something that's legal now, which is kind of weird. You know, you're kind of like it is, it is weird. I didn't think about that. It is weird. They, somebody should get in their houses and say something and like let these people go now. You know, I don't know. And I ain't gonna say too much. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say too much because I heard about some of these like I don't know how, how you call them holistic doctors or whatever. Some of these like you know got to take all these um, pills and you know got to do this and telling you really how to heal yourself. I heard they've been um, coming up missing and, and dying like mysteriously. So I ain't gonna say nothing. We know we know what's going on. Oh, you mean doctors? Oh, nothing. doctors are saying coming out saying this stuff, and then people are like they're coming up missing and shit. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, like, a couple, a couple, uh, yeah, a couple, a couple of doctors that. Again, like the pharmaceutical companies and I know doctors that's prescribing uh, addictive medicines and said that it's not going to cure you. Like there's there's no money in the cure. You know what I'm saying? They just they, they don't want to they don't want to cure you. They just want to like keep you alive. You know what I'm saying? Longer so you can keep taking these meds. That's no. what that's that's what, it, that's what it's all about. Yeah, they want to numb your ass. The best kind of medicine is Eastern medicine. It's like a lot of massage therapy in the sense of like really, really like hardcore, like to the bone. You know, that's what I've practiced for years to keep my flexibility. And it's yeah. it's like the art of like acknowledging pain, accepting pain, and therefore it, you release the pain. If you just numb it and mask it with, with medicine, it, it's still dormant in your body. And so we can't have that because like I, obviously in your profession, flexibility is king. Right, I mean that's that's kind of where your strength is too, right? And flexibility. Yeah, but unfortunately, I'm not flexible at all. Like uh, one one of my doctors who does like um, you know, he's like one of the, he, he he's being to like lifting you know bodybuilding. He's like one. I forgot what type of doctor, but he's like he can he can like he'll heal you up before you got to go get surgery. And like sometimes if he, if he can he can keep you from having to go get surgery. Like you guys really good. Like he he learned from like Eastern medicine and stuff like that. He told me, like, but, you know, everybody, everybody's not meant to be flexible because I have so much mon- uh, mus- muscles. Because I have so much muscles, I, I, I'm just not good at being being flexible. But I wish I was because you're right. You know, the, the more flexible you are, the, the better you know, you know, it is for you if you're an athlete and stuff. So yeah, well, I'm like, kind of envy people. Yeah, like in BMX, let's say if you slam, you know, your arm could go. You got to be able to like tuck and roll or slam and be able your body's be able to like almost like kind of mash with the landing but not like slam into it you know like dead weight so it's it, it helps um hey how did you how did you get the nickname rampage well, my cousin named me that when i was eight years old because even though i'm the nicest guy on the planet i had the worst temper and i used to lose my temper when i was when i was a kid and uh i used to play that video game rampage all the time when i was a kid on uh, on uh, Nintendo, and he saw me playing the video game all the time, and that was breaking down buildings and eating the people and doing stuff. And when I used to lose my temper, I used to fire about in the house, punch holes in the walls and stuff like that. He's like, "You just like that video game, Rampage, Rampage. You just like that video game." So it kind of stuck after that. It's perfect name for you, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah not... it's perfect, dude. Um. You do you. I found something online I didn't know about you, dude. Uh, that you, uh, that you used to be a pro wrestler. I I, I tried it uh, a little bit. You know, I I always wanted to be a pro wrestler growing up, and that's why I started wrestling in, in high school. And yeah, so I, I 
decided, uh, I, I thought when I signed with um, Paramount Pictures, they gave me a deal to fight and, and do movie and TV shows, you know, like rare shows. And uh, one part of the deal was I go on TNA and uh, become a pro wrestler. But my pro wrestling career didn't last long long enough because, you know, they, they never, you know, trained me or anything. Oh wait, you mean so? So you just you just went. You, so you wait. Let me back up. You wrestled in high school. Yeah, I wrestled in high school. So then they. But, but, uh, so then you had this opportunity to be a pro wrestler, but you didn't. They did. You didn't get any training. No, I didn't get any training. I did a few few things and stuff. No full matches or nothing like that. But you know, TNA never really trained me. So I, after a while, I just I just quit. I said like I, I can't. I, I'm not. I'm not doing this. And so is that when you said maybe I should try MMA? No, 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 no. I did MMA first. I did MMA first. Oh, you did. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I did. I did MMA first. I always wanted to be a pro wrestler, but uh, I, I did. I did MMA first. But this this was uh, later on in my career. Once I went over to Bellator, I did. Uh, I did. A, uh, I did a deal and, uh, with them, and so I started doing pro wrestling. And that's who you're signed with right now, right, Bellator? Yeah, I'm signed with Bellator. Dude, what's it like when you go into a ring? I always want to. I always want to know what's going through people's heads. I never ask a question like, "What? Like, is it kill mode? What is it?" I don't know. When, when you know, the crazy thing about me is that I have two personalities, bro. You know, that's that's a, that's a, that's a good thing about being a Gemini. You know, saying I'm 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 two I'm two people, and when I when I walk out there. It ain't Quinn no more. That's that's when it's rampage full time. You know, like you know, maybe like ten, twenty minutes before the fight. Um, most of the time, most of the time, I just go into this this trance, and I'm a totally different person. And well, when when I'm walking out to the cage and stuff, man, it's like it's like go time. Like I'm, I, I have tunnel vision. You know, I just have one focus on on my mind. It's just like you know, destroying my opponent. That's the only that's the only thing that's the only thing that was on my mind. I, I can't tell you like what's what's going through through my mind at that at that time. I I can, I can never like I could never tell you what's going through my mind at that time. Wow! So it's like it's it's uh it's the other side of you that comes out the fucking beast. Your beast. Yeah, your beast. I wouldn't want to fight your ass. <laughs> I got ring. Did you get in ring? That's I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twice. I'm twice so size. My take jumps bigger than you. I couldn't fight you. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so it's a, a lot of mental preparation as well, right? Not just the physical. Oh right? yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot of mental, uh, a lot of mental. I, I think me, I think fighting is ninety five percent mental because if I feel like if you're in shape and you're and you're close to hundred percent, like we'll never be like a hundred percent in the cage. But right? if you're close to hundred percent and you know you don't have like no no you know outstanding injuries and stuff like that, so so I think like. Ninety-five percent of it is mental. You know all these things, and I think if your mind, your mind is right, it's will versus will. Some people don't know that, like you know, when they say, "Let you know, you know, impose your will." You know, a lot of people don't really take that that word too seriously. But when when you fight another uh, trained athlete and he's just as trained as you are, you know, what I'm saying it's your will against his. Yeah, it's all in your mind at that point. You like. It's all in your mind. Yeah, it's all in your mind. Like, cause this guy, this guy can be like I fought guys that that that's a better athlete than me, that's better like striker, better wrestler than me, and better on the ground. But 
because sometimes, you know, they don't win. Like, his will wasn't strong in the mind. Like, I, I wouldn't get up. Like, his mind tells him that he's tired. My mind tells me that I can still perform when I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, my will to win was stronger than other guys' will to win. And so, you know, that's, that's won a lot of fights for me. But it also has lost fights for me as well. Like, if, if I'm like, if I got pain here or injury here or there or I didn't, I didn't focus in, in the camp harder, you know. Like, I've, I've lost the people that I should have just crashed. I should have just smashed. I'm like, uh, uh, over, or well, I underestimated them. Like, oh, this guy can't do nothing to me. And I wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, even worried about him. I wasn't even nervous, you know, coming out to the fight. Like, all those different things uh, uh, factor in. Yeah, the, the, if, you're, if you're my, you get in the zone, man. You know, I think it's... That once you get in that zone and you you know you're fully confident that like all right I'm gonna win then you know and you're not gonna give up. Um, do you have any fights coming up? Uh, no, I don't have I don't have any uh, fights uh, planned right now. Right now I'm just um, I'm just trying to get in shape and stuff right now. And get my get my um, weight down really low. Hopefully uh, I think I, I got a couple of movies in the works. I want to you know look good for for camera and stuff like that. But I got I don't have any fights scheduled right now. Well, I'm sure you'll have a fight soon, dude. I mean, what what go what goes into a fight? Like, do they say, okay, we want you to fight. This is how long you have to train. What is that time period? Well, now that I'm older, I like to I like to have at least a uh, 13 week camp. But then, even before the 13 weeks, I like to do like a little pre camp. So I, I do like three weeks before, so total like 16 weeks for me. That's 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 what I like because you know I, I like to like work on a bunch of different things and when and when you're older like I like to take like the three weeks just to get back used to being in training camp and and, and you know I take the things slow I train a lot different but when I was when I was young man I, it was only like you know six week camps eight week camps and when I was fighting in Japan man sometimes they won't let you know until the last minute you, you know I've taken fights in, with, with in two weeks notice before several times oh shit that's quick. Yeah. yeah, when I was younger, when I was younger, though, I, I won't do I won't do that anymore. But but I I knew when I was fighting pride in Japan, I I knew how they were. So I was always in the gym because I knew cause I knew what they was up to. Like sometimes, like you would take a fight in two weeks, but the guy the guy's been knowing he's gonna fight you for like two months. You know, he's been training for you for two months, but you only been training for two weeks. So you know, I I know I know what they're like. So I used to. I just stay in shape pretty much all year round back then when I was fighting in Japan. How long were you in Japan for? No, I never lived there. I just fought there. I mean, but like, but like, oh, so you would just fly over for a fight? So they had you fight there a lot? Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just fly, I just fly there for a fight. I'd be there for, I'd be there for like a couple of days after the fight. Oh, I see. So then you were always just right on the go, ready to go, because you knew they'd be like, all right, two yeah. weeks, let's go. Yeah, I got it. You got your own gym. Yeah. You, you you got your own gym, right? No, no, I, I used to have my own gym, man. There was so much stress. Uh, being, being a, I do not, I do not advise any fighter that's currently, you know, active and fighting to open up a gym. That's, that's like, that was a, one of the biggest mistakes I've made in my career. Why, too much responsibility, right? Yeah, too much responsibility, too much stress, you know what I'm saying? It's, for me, it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah, it seems like it'd get in the way of your fighting because then you're like, oh, we got to do this with the business, we got to do this with the gym, we got to do that, and you're like, it's taken away, right? Yeah. Taking away your time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not with that. 
Oh, I hear you. Well, listen, I wanted to ask you about your movies, dude. You got into movies. When did you start doing movies? And acting? I started doing movies. At, I started doing acting uh, years ago. Uh, probably like uh, 13 or 14 years ago was my first time doing movies. I got uh, injured in a fight, and I couldn't fight for a while. I was out. And so I was just... Um, I was just chilling, and this one guy, his name was Federico Lapenda, and he was a Brazilian guy, and he, you know what I'm saying, he, he was in a fight, and so he, he became who I was, and he had this film he wanted to do called Bad Guys, and, uh, and he, he, he knew I, he knew who I was, and he asked me to be in the film, I didn't have an audition or anything, it was like a small film, you know, a small budget film, and uh, I had like a little small role, but then something happened to where I, uh, he gave me like a bigger role and, and I liked it and it, and it and it started from there and then after that I did I healed up and I, I did a, a, a fight movie with some with some other guys you know even though it was a small low budget uh, movie but it gave me it gave me a little taste of it and it, then it went then it went on from there years later I got like a, a manager for movies and stuff and they found me the uh, the A team and you know I, I, I landed the audition for that that one's badass, dude. How was that, dude? You you played Mr. T. You would have been Mr. T from A-Team, right? Yeah, yeah. How was that, dude? That had to be fun. Dude, that was, that was, that was a lot of fun, bro. It was, uh, you know, I learned a lot, and I was working with a lot of, uh, you know, big-name actors and stuff, and those guys, you know, taught me so much. I learned so much just from being around those guys. It took us six months film that so you know I'm running guys for six months and just learning learning a lot from it. It was it was dope. the director, uh, Joe Cunningham, he, he's a he's a great guy and he's funny as hell and so it was, you know, I I've been on like little low budget movies and stuff where the directors were and so cutting people out and, and stuff like that and, you know, trying to make you feel uncomfortable. They never talk to me like that but they talk to a lot of people like that and, and you know, so I didn't know what to expect. I thought that Everybody was like that, man. I met Joe, like, man, he's on. I love working with this guy because he's so positive. You know, even when he's stressed out, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't you don't know he's stressed out. You just know he's not joking around and laughing, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it, was a good, it was a good experience. Man, that's, I mean, that's amazing, dude, because that was like a major a major motion picture, like a blockbuster. Like that, that, did that get you more gigs after doing that, that uh, movie? Well, I'm sorry to say that um, I was fighting in the UFC at the time. They wasn't. You know, so I'm really happy about me doing movies and stuff. So I didn't, I didn't really do any more movies after that. Why you can't do movies if you're fighting in the UFC? Yeah, yeah, you can, but you know, all all I can say, all I can say is, is that they wasn't happy about it. So, oh, do I don't you... want, I don't want to go into too much detail. But oh, you I don't really, have to. Honestly, I really, yeah, I really can't. I, I really can't. But you know, some some somehow it turned out that you know I, I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting more movies. Oh wow! So then, so then, is that when you went to Bellator, or is that, is that two different? Because I'm, 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 I'm really, I don't know much about it, so that's why I'm asking: is is yeah. UFC different yeah, than I'm Bellator, left, or? Yeah, totally, yeah, totally different. I left, I left UFC for a number of, of reasons, you know, and, and the other yeah, thing, like the movie was, you know, always part of it. You know, what I'm saying I, I lost my love for the uh, for the UFC several years ago. No, I, I don't have nothing personally against that. No, I know it's all business and stuff like that, but, you know. Right. Uh, Bellator uh, was a better fit for me than uh, than the UFC. I just didn't agree with the way they, they did the uh, 
Got it, got it. But the A-team was still badass regardless. Oh, thanks, thanks, man. Yeah, dude, because I grew up watching, man, Mr. T, uh, I grew up watching the A-team, and Mr. T was my favorite, man. I mean, I, uh, I mean, who did like Mr. T, dude? He was like the man. So then you got to play Mr. T, and you're a badass, and he's a badass, so that's a win, dude. Um, good for you, bro. You also did, like, you, you've been on some shows, like TV shows as well, right? Like Ridiculousness and, uh, and Jackass yeah, yeah, and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. You guys were all coming up, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah those guys—they the ones that came up. Those guys, those guys get big. Yeah, those guys are cool, man. Um, do you have any more movies that you're, that you're doing right now? Anything coming up with movies? Yeah, well, uh, I got one movie coming out with the same director as Team, um, uh, Joe Cunningham, but I had like a real small part in it. It's uh, it's uh, called uh, Boss Level, and then I did like my first horror horror film. Um, with um uh with uh Noah G and, and a bunch of other uh, actors it called it's called a cycles uh, awesome so do you so do you go out on auditions or is, does it work with you is like they know who you are so they say okay we want rampage this is a character we want or do you have to go on the auditions as well well some, well, well I have a, a management company that sends sends me out on some auditions I went on an audition the other day not too long ago and I'm terrible at auditions and I didn't get a call back. And I wasn't surprised that they, that they didn't call me back. But some, sometimes I have to do auditions. Sometimes they just they just want me. Yeah, you know, auditions. I, I've done the same, dude. Auditions are crazy because you go in and you're like, okay, act this way, act like you're taking over. Because I was in mall cops, so like act like you're taking over the mall. And I was like, all right, da, 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 everybody, get the fuck down, ah, all this. And then and then you go and then you go like, ah, ah, and you're looking at like everybody and you're like, so did I get the part or what? Am I getting it? And they're like. No, everyone's like poker face, and they're like, "Thank you for coming out." And you're like, "No, I want to know. Did I get this part? Because I just killed that yeah. shit." <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and you leave like it's almost like the walk of shame. Like, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I know it's a it's a strange thing. Like you you don't you don't know. But what so, what somebody told me was that like when you go to auditions and stuff like that, like just be yourself. Because you know it's it's. Audition like it's hard for every every actor to go and audition because it's not real. Like so, they said just be yourself because they're looking because they're looking for you know they're looking for what they're looking for their personality and maybe you know if you can just be yourself and just you know act act like you normally you know it's it's you that they're looking for you know that's what it's it's like the hardest thing and and that's what I have a hard time uh, tapping into. Like a couple different actors told me that they were like man. Just, just go in there, go in there and be yourself. Like, don't try to, you know, what I'm saying, don't worry about messing up. Don't worry about knowing your, you know, you know your material. You know, what I'm saying, like, uh, you know, off, off book. Don't worry about all this. Just go in there and be yourself. And, and you know, even if you don't get this, even if you don't get this role, even if you're not right for this role, those those um, casting directors that they are probably they 
they'll probably like remember you and you'll probably right for another role. Exactly. You know, it's it's. Do you get more nervous going into auditions or the ring? I get more nervous going for auditions. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I'll say it with me because it's like weird. It's like you're just like it's kind of a weird feeling, but yeah, I mean, good for you, dude. You got into acting and like. And uh, did is there any other sports that you did? Did you ever do kickboxing? I think I saw somebody did kickboxing as well. Well, I did a kick. I did a kickboxing fight. I had two kickboxing fights. And, and how would it go? But I, I won both of them. I, it was a, it was it was the same guy actually. Like the first time I fought him, I knocked him out. He was like some some kick. He was like some big deal in, in kickboxing. He's from France. And I fought him K one, which is like the biggest kick one kickboxing, you know what I'm saying, show. And it's like the UFC of kickboxing, like the biggest you know, kickboxing show and, and I and I was representing Pride, the company I was fighting for. Even Pride thought I was gonna get knocked out because this guy was really good. He was knocking out like kickboxing legends. And I've only been training kickboxing for like nine months. But I had like a really I had a really good coach. I had this really good uh defense in, in kickboxing, we call it the Covenant Road. And he, and he couldn't get past my defense, and he was trying to he was trying to knock me out, and um, so so he, he he came in trying to knock me out, and I counted him and I knocked him out, and then so oh, wow. so so they got me a rematch like uh, a couple of months later, and he, and we had a press conference. He's like, oh, I know where I made my mistake at. I'm, I won't make that same mistake again. So that tells me that he's gonna you know try to take out my leg because the guy was like a really good kicker. And he wanted to take out my legs, and so you know, I I, I train I train like blocking leg kicks and stuff a lot and stuff like that. So I end up beating him by decision. He wouldn't he wouldn't um, engage with me no more. So it was hard for me to knock him out. Then after that, um, I didn't do any more kicks. Nobody wanted to kickbox me no more. So and no more kickboxing fights. <laughs> oh, so so you didn't. So that was just something that just came your way, and you're like, oh, I knocked this shit out twice. That was cool. That was fun. All right, keep it moving. Yeah. Hey, look. It, it, at the end of the day, you know, so I fight for money. They offer me good money to, to go and fight this guy, so I'm like, okay. And I got to pay more money to do the rematch, so I'm like, okay. I fight for money. Like, you know, yeah, I want I want to win. I want to win all my fights and stuff like that, but, you know, so my job is to, my job is to fight. So of course. That's what I do. Of course. It's not easy to make money at what we do. It's always a hustle. If someone offers you a gig, you got to take it. You know what I mean? Uh, all right. Yeah, man, yeah. Well, what's the what's the uh, Instagram for the uh, CBD company? So I could anyone listening, they could they could check them out. I think if they, yeah, they can check them out. It's at CBDMD. They can check them out there. CBDMD, and then what's your Instagram? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is um, Rampage the number four real. Got it. So Rampage Rampage four real. Yeah, Rampage four real. Yeah, and it's the number four. Anybody listening? Uh, dude, I appreciate you taking the time out because I, I know you have a busy day uh, to talk to me, and we haven't talked in a long time. So I appreciate you taking the time to do the podcast, bro. Uh, no problem, brother. No problem, man. That's good, man. Yeah, dude, let's stay in touch. I wish you the best of luck, man. I can't wait to see your next movie and your next fight and everything else you're doing because I'm a fan, dude. I've always been a fan. You're a cool dude. Uh, thanks, bro. Same here, man. Stay rad, bro. Yeah, dude, stay rad for sure. Have, have a great day, brother. I'll talk to you soon. No problem, man. Talk to him.